I'm Andre Pearson, welcoming you to another episode of Why Does Love Hurt So Good? On today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about a few things, but one thing in particular and a question that has been coming up to me quite a bit, especially doing book signings from a lot of the ladies in line. One particular question that has come up quite a bit is the titling of my book. One lady wanted to know, why did I decide to title my book, Why Does Love Hurt So Good? Now, I was thinking if she asked that question and wondered that too, maybe a few other people would like to know as well. So, let me answer that question for you today. The reason that I decided to title my book, Why Does Love Hurt So Good? is because I wanted those who read it to understand what it means and the consequences that comes along with telling someone that you love them. The word love is said so loosely today in our time that it's hard to differentiate the value that is put on it when it's said to someone that you care for. This is why most people, when it is said to them, find it hard to believe and even harder to accept. Most times when, especially men, say these words to women, they find it very hard to believe and they want them to show them how much they care. Because to them, the word love is more than just a full little word. It is truly an expression of how you feel for that person. The funny thing is, most people have no clue or understanding of what they are committing to when they say the words, I love you, to someone. It is this lack of understanding that diminishes the value of the phrase when said. For those hearing these words, it's hard for them to understand truly because we love, as we say in America, so many different things. We must be careful when we use these words because these three words have such great powers when said. For most times, people need to understand that when you care for someone, you should be able to open yourself up and show everything there is about you because they have to trust you and you have to trust them. The person that you're with must understand how you feel and what it is that you're feeling for them. And overall, we have to understand that I love you is more than just eight words in the alphabet. In our society today, most men who want to seal the deal will say the words, I love you, to get that young lady they're talking to to kind of cave in and believe that they are the right person for them. Now, I'm not going to say it's right or wrong, but I know a lot of people who say they believe in God often will shack up and play house. Now, again, I won't get too much into the religion part of this whole thing, but I will say this much. We know that the Bible itself does not say anything about dating it doesn't talk anything about shacking up or living together. But in our society, as most people say, that was their time and this is our time. They think and believe that they should be able to live together 
to see if they are a good match. And honestly, to each his own. I hear a lot of women who tell me often that they want to live with the man to see if they are a good match before they get married. Sort of like a test drive. I get it. And I've done it myself in my younger days. But at some point I had to realize and understand that this is not the way God planned it, nor is it how he wanted us to do it. Now, for those who simply don't want to be married or really care about that, I get it. And they're going to do what they want to do. But for those who say they are Christians and they actually believe in God and follow the Bible, they should have a little problem with this. Because for women, moving in together could mean they just want to see how everything is going to be down the road. But for a lot of men, but not all of them, is simply a way of them telling you they don't want to make a real commitment to you. Because remember now, men do not make promises. Real men make commitments. And now for those men who have yet to make that commitment, they're simply telling you, I'm not ready to take care of you in the way I should or be responsible for you as I should according to the words, I love you and the vows that we take when we get married. But let's be honest, who wants to get stuck with someone they don't wanna be with? No one wants to get married and then get divorced. When I hear people say that, I have to kind of stick a, take a step back and just think about it for a second because I understand they're going to do what they want to do the way they want to do it. And what I want men to understand mostly is that women take these things seriously. When you say you love them, some women love hard and it hurts their feelings that if things don't turn out the way they envisioned that it would, meaning that they want to get married and have kids. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not here to judge anybody for anything. I'm just speaking what's on my mind. As most people say, I'm speaking my truth. I know in our society, this kind of shacking up and living with people is a contribute factor to these so-called broken families. It's strange enough that people don't see this and it's even harder to understand why they continue to do it. And it's a reason why so many of the kids grow up acting the way they act, doing the way they do, talking the way they talk and not performing and being the people that you thought they would be. Now, I'm not saying I had the answer to everything, but I will say this. No kid needs a drive-by dad. Now, yes, I know relationships sometimes break up for whatever reason, and people have to separate and leave. But at the same time, that dad needs to be present in their life and not just bring them presents. Because especially if they're boys, the dad needs to be in their life to guide them or give them guidance until they're able to understand where they want to go. And I firmly believe 
that if the dads go down to a lot of these gangs in every city and pick up their son and bring him home, there wouldn't be no gangs. I was reading a magazine just the other day. And it says 69% of people dating today see nothing wrong with the little bump and grind, as R. Kelly would say. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to force anything on anybody. But for those who do believe in the Bible, because I know there are some people who do not. But for those who believe in the Bible, it might be a good time to go back and review it one more time. As we all know, when it comes to love and loving someone, it can be hard and sometimes downright difficult to get along with the people that you're trying to love. Now, again, I'm not here to tell you who to love and how to love, but I do believe in the Bible and I do believe in the way God set this whole thing up for us. And for those who do believe and are listening, I want you to think about it for a second. You know, it says in Luke 16, 13, we cannot serve two masters. Now, in other words, we cannot serve our own needs versus the needs God gave to us. Now, he tells us he wants us to be happy with someone and love someone. And sometimes living together, I must say, some of them do it well. But you have to understand that it is a temporary convenience to fulfill a monetary need. In other words, it's a 100% mental contract. I know many of you are asking the question, what do I mean by mental contract? Let me put it this way. A mental contract for most men in a relationship for most women simply means, and they are telling the woman, that I don't want to take care of you. I'm not ready to commit to marry you as of yet. Now, I know people can change their mind and things can change in the situation. But at that moment, he's telling you he don't want to sacrifice too much nor give up his option to leave if things don't go according to plan. He don't want to be responsible for too much, meaning you, in the relationship. Now, again, I don't want women to understand or misunderstand the fact that I'm telling you not to do things. I'm telling you that you're more vulnerable to it, a heartbreak, than most men are. And I can tell you right now, most of the times when men tell you they're going to do something and they don't follow through, they're simply telling you it's not important to be done. But I tell you what, we can get more into that next week. In the meantime, I want to thank you so much again for listening today. If you have a question and or comment, feel free to shoot it to me and I'll be sure to talk about it and answer your information and share it with others in hopes that it can help them in a way of healing and understanding their own relationship so they can make a few less mistakes than many of us have in our own. Until next time, this is Andre Pearson, and this is Why Does Love Hurt So Good? Hope to hear from you next week.